Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. I'm Macy and I'm so excited that you are joining me today. It's been a hot minute. I'm welcoming myself back to the podcast. So if you're brand new here, welcome. I hope that you get everything that you came for and more. Bounce around on the different episodes. I will say most people tell me it's most helpful to start from the beginning of the podcast and just start in order and go all the way through because my episodes do build upon each other, especially in the beginning. But I always say like if that's not your style and you need to pick based on what's going on in your life and topics that resonate, that's okay too. But if at any point my concepts don't seem to make sense, I would tell you just go back and start from the beginning and periodically check in with recent episodes so that you don't miss any offers, news, free webinars, specials, things like that, okay? All right, so little update. If you don't want to hear the update, just fast forward. I have taken basically a two-week, I think almost three-week hiatus from podcast recording because I realized like from June 27th to about July 8th, Um, in the last four years, I go through this heavy, heavy grief period. I was really close with my great-grandparents. They basically raised me, especially through my first probably 14 years of life. And um, I just, they've been gone now for, let's see, six, six years and four years actually. So for the last probably six years, I've actually felt this way. I just go through this very challenging time where grief hits me really hard and I in the past have tried to push through and just kind of ignore it. Um, My great-grandma passed away which she was like my best friend ever. She passed away on my wedding anniversary um, so a year after my husband and I got married and it's just a time period where I struggle. I forget things I wouldn't normally forget. Like I forgot a coaching call for a group that I have ran every single week for the last like two years. And I'm like, what is happening? So I've just realized that it's a time where maybe moving forward, I just need to give myself grace and probably even step back a little bit. And I'm thankful for uh, clients that were so gracious for my lack of memory. 
So anyways, I went home to Kentucky. I spent time with my sisters, my family, some friends, and I was super present. My husband came for a period of that time. We spent a lot of time with his family. It just, it was really a refreshing thing that I didn't even realize that I needed. And honestly, taking that time for myself also opened up a lot more of my creativity and kind of helped me recenter with where I'm at in life and business. It just was so necessary. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Um, this has been the longest time period of not recording a podcast since I started it in 2019, I believe. So thank you for your graciousness in allowing me some time off. Not that you tell me when I can and can't take off, but I do appreciate the understanding for those of you that follow me on social media and kind of keep track on, you know, what's going on in my life. So today, The topic is feeling scared and doing it anyway. It can be whatever thing that maybe you're avoiding. This was something I thought a lot of while I was in Kentucky because when I go back home, there are friends that I have there where we just talk about very big things. And I'm very thankful for that because that hasn't always been something I've had. It didn't come until maybe college years where I met other people that also focused a little bit on growth. But especially when I got into coaching, I think any of my clients could agree to this. And if you've ever worked with a coach, even if it's not me, you maybe can attest to this, that the road of self-discovery, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, uh, growing as an individual, it can feel like this very lonely path and very daunting journey. It's very isolating because the work is so challenging to do that a lot of people in the world, the greater majority, don't want to do it. So when you set out on that path to improve your life and to change the things that are not working, Sometimes there will be this level of loneliness because not everybody comes with you in your life and you might feel judged, you may feel isolated, you may feel like people don't understand because unless they're doing this work also, they honestly don't. And unless you put yourself in rooms with people who are also doing this, it can feel a little, you know, lonely. So I am thankful that I have a good, you know, handful of friends that care about their self-growth as much as I care about my self-growth and that I also have a husband that cares about his self-growth as much as I care about my self-growth because that is, I have no doubt, something that has kept us together for, I think we've been together, what, 15, 14 years or 15 years total, five years married. And so although we've been on different paths at different times and different, you know, journeys at different times, we really have been able to root in and stay grounded in the fact that we both do care about growing as individuals. So I wanted to talk about feeling scared and doing it anyway, because as I would shower each night, that's when all of my best ideas and realizations and epiphanies come. And I've been thinking about different things that I want to do in my business, but I feel kind of scared to do them. And maybe for like outsiders, like you all listening, it may sound silly, but for me, it just feels like this very daunting task, right? Or just a daunting thing to think about. 
So for instance, um, I'll just be vulnerable and share some things. I have wanted to get on TikTok, which I've avoided. I've avoided all other social media platforms outside of Facebook and Instagram for as long as I've had Facebook and Instagram, pretty much. I had a Twitter for a very short amount of time when it first released and just realized it wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't my thing. Um, and I've avoided all of the other ones that have kind of come and, you know, been popular like Snapchat, TikTok, whatever else you all are out there using. I had Club Clubhouse, Clubhouse for a little bit, but that I found I didn't really enjoy that much either. So I've stuck with my two, Facebook and Instagram, but I have felt this like weird intuitive pull to share shorter clips of my knowledge and coaching on TikTok and I'm literally petrified, like just terrified (laughs) because I hear that TikTok is more brutal for both like bots and keyboard warriors that, you know, basically come and just share their opinions on everything or pick on you for whatever reason And I had to laugh while I was in the shower just thinking about this because it's such a big piece of the work that I teach, right? If there was not an emotion you were unwilling to feel, you would be limitless in your life. Like everything that we do is really based on the emotions that we anticipate feeling. And if we anticipate feeling uncomfortable emotions, it will keep us from our highest potential because we don't think those emotions are going to feel good and they oftentimes don't. And I was thinking like, who would I have to be in order to have TikTok? I'd have to use my emotional intelligence at a very high level when maybe someone didn't agree and posted publicly um, combating something that I've shared, right? And I would have to be okay with rejection. I'd have to be okay with the emotion of feeling misunderstood and um, maybe having people have wrong opinions about me. And so I was, you know, kind of coaching myself through and going down this long list of why I wouldn't take this action. And it really came down to, I don't want to feel potentially rejected. I don't want to feel potentially uncomfortable. I don't want to feel, um, you know, confused about how to do something new that I've never done before. I don't want to feel... um, I don't know. There's just like multiple feelings. Trying to think of them all on the top of my head is a little bit challenging, but basically what I uncovered in my own brain is I don't want to do it. (laughs) And the topic of this podcast is what if you just felt scared or whatever you felt or whatever you're anticipating feeling and you did it anyway? Who would you be if you trusted those nudges that are in you, but maybe you haven't taken action on yet? Another one that's a personal example is, and it's funny that this came up as well in my shower, is getting um, a coach specifically for coaching on going into maybe motherhood, like whenever it's a decision that you are tossing around. And it's funny because I put up an anonymous question link on my Instagram and someone asked, do you want to have kids? And when I first saw the question come through, I felt a pit in my stomach. I felt extremely sick in even giving an answer, but I didn't want to be passive and I didn't want to be dishonest. So I, 
basically came home from this long trip where I had a one hour delay, ate some food, took a nap. The nap turned into basically sleeping all the way through the night. I just didn't realize how exhausted I was. And I think I had honestly exhausted myself from seeing that question and fretting about how uncomfortable I felt just being honest and letting people have their thoughts and opinions and possibly judgments. But again, I practiced this of what I'm telling you, like, what if I just felt uncomfortable, nauseous, and did it anyways, and just gave the the truth, because maybe my truth can help someone else who is in the same position. And beyond that, when I was in the shower, I've been thinking about how it probably would be really good for me to hire a coach that can help uncover any kind of limiting beliefs around Um, motherhood, fear based on, you know, some different things that I have going on. And that feels kind of scary too, right? To transition or not transition, but to have a coach in addition to like business to also going back into like the personal kind of work as well, because I've been very business focused. So anyways, I want you to ask yourself, like if you were just not afraid of some emotions that are coming up for you when you think about doing certain things. Maybe it is asking someone that you have a crush on on a date, right? Or um, putting yourself out there on social media and and letting people hear more of your voice. Um, You know, doing things that are challenging and scary for you. What if you just let yourself feel those emotions and did it anyway and just did it scared or uncomfortable or uneasy or nauseated (laughs) or anything that came up like just think about how much further you could go if you were willing to just feel the feeling and proceed and do it anyways and that's a huge piece of what I work with my clients on right I have I recently said this in the hybrid experience. It's my program where they get one-on-one coaching with me and group coaching and they will get a retreat. We haven't gotten to the retreat yet. That happens in September of this year. But for anybody that has maybe raised eyes or ears listening to this, there is a current new cohort enrolling. So you can join us in that program in October and you will also get one-on-one coaching, group coaching, and a retreat, except your retreat will be in March of 2024. So whether you're a current client in the program and you know you just want to stay and master this work um, and enroll in the next round, or you're brand new and you've never been in a round and you want to get in, just know that that enrollment is open right now. Just go to macyrenee.com. So anyways, we haven't got to the retreat yet, but in the current round of the hybrid experience, I was telling my clients that it's funny because their brain will often tell them they don't know what they want or they don't know what they want to do or they're confused. And I told them after coaching five years, thousands of clients, you all are not confused. You're not unsure. You do know more than you think. Subconsciously, you know what you want. I know on a consult, for instance, listening to someone who thinks that they're confused, they may say, I'm, I'm really confused about what it is that I want. And as we continue talking, they tell me exactly what they want. The reason they're not doing what they want is because of who they would have to become and what they would have to feel to have what they want. 
it's not confusion. You know what you want. You know the potential that lives inside of you. Most people know that. It's just the emotions that come up like fear or being scared or unsure, uncertain that block you from actually taking action and stepping into that person. I have a very powerful feeling that my message would be, um, you know, or I, I would grow or my message would really grow on TikTok. I don't know why it's this intuitive weirdness. And every time I have it, I'm usually spot on. But what I, what's keeping me from doing it and why I don't want to do it is because I anticipate that there will be hateful people and people who misunderstand or people who, you know, judge whatever reason. And it's keeping me from stepping into it, but I know what I want to do. So if my brain tried to offer, I'm confused and, you know, I won't know how to work it. That's the surface level stuff. The deep rooted stuff is who I would have to become and what I would have to feel as I step into that version. So I, a lot of times my clients don't even realize it, but they will tell me exactly what they want. They tell me whenever they're thinking about a divorce. I see it all over their body language. I see it all over their face. And there's so much fear in actually going through with it. Like let's say it's a toxic marriage and they're with an abusive partner. They know what they want. And yet there's fear in leaving. There's fear of being on their own. There's fear of money making. There's fear of sustaining themselves. There's fear of what the kids might feel or what the kids might think or how to split the custody or there's so many unknowns. It's not that they don't know what they want. It's that they feel scared for what they do want and they don't want to feel those uncomfortable emotions in order to do it anyway. So it's something to ask yourself with no matter what it is. It could be something like going back to school, getting another degree, switching careers, um, starting a business, making more money in your business, right? That's something that's big for me too. There, there is work that I have to do to take my current salar- salary level and even up it and make more and more and more and more money. Like I can't be the version that I am right now. The brain that has, you know, helped me arrive to 100K a year cannot be the brain that's going to help me arrive to 200K a year or 300K a year or a million dollars a year or more than that. I have to be willing to trust my intuition to feel that guidance and have an inkling of what I could do and then feel all of the negative emotions and do it anyways. Feel scared and do it anyways feel failure, feel rejection, feel uncomfortable, feel uneasy, feel, you know, judged, whatever it is, and be willing to do it anyway. So what would you do differently or what would you do in general if you were willing to feel whatever emotion is coming up and do it anyway and just trust yourself through? And I will tell you that to, like getting really, really good at this means building your emotional intelligence, building up your EQ. Because the more emotional intelligence you have, like the, the stronger your skill set, the more willingness you will have to put yourself out there to fall on your face and know you will be okay, that you will recover. It won't keep you in a spiral. It won't keep you in negative cycles. You will be able to stand up strong 
and go do whatever it is that you want to do and know that you will be okay. You will be able to create the life that you want. And even when things aren't working the way that maybe you think or expect, you will have the skill set to land on your feet every single time and know you're going to be okay. It doesn't mean when you have a strong emotional intelligence that you don't have emotion. I need to make sure to say that. It doesn't mean that you won't feel emotions, you won't feel negatively, that you're going to feel happy all the time. That's not what emotional intelligence is. Emotional intelligence is being aware of the emotions that are coming up in your life and how they're impacting how you're showing up in your life and being able to regulate them so that you can go create the life that actually feels good to you and aligned to you. So it may be if anger comes up, you learn how to work with anger to where anger is not destructive. If it's sadness that comes up, you're able to work and feel the sadness without becoming depressive. If you know you are experiencing anxiety, it's being able to learn what the anxiety is and how to let it move through your body to where you can still function and go be great even if that anxiety is present, okay? So emotional intelligence is the skill set of becoming very aware of your thought processes and the emotions that are coming from your thought processes and how you're actually going to use those emotions in a productive manner because you know how to regulate your nervous system, not crumble when things aren't feeling good. So it doesn't mean, oh, I'm never going to feel negative ever again in my life. No, you will definitely feel, you know, uncomfortable, negative emotions at times because you're a human being and we can't escape that. The difference is that it's not going to rule your life. It's not going to control your life if you're working on these skills. And that is what I help my clients do. So if you know you're holding yourself back, if you know you're limiting yourself, if you feel like you're in negative cycles, if your life just isn't where you want it to be and you're struggling with anything, you can come to me with anything. I would encourage you to go to macyrenee.com, sign up for a free 60 minute consult. We will talk about what's going on in your life, help you gain some awareness on that call. And if coaching feels like it's the next step for you, we will talk about options. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. Okay. But if you are really wanting to get yourself to a place where you know you can feel scared and do it anyways, or feel nervous or anxious or uncomfortable and still step into your fullest potential without falling apart, definitely reach out and just know that at every level you will practice this work in some way. I'm still practicing this work in you know, a multitude of ways, even at the level that I am currently at. And it will probably never change because I don't plan on ever stopping the growth that I know I can experience throughout my life. So it's always going to be a matter of feeling the feelings and doing it anyways, feeling scared and doing it anyways. So just know when you all happen to see me on TikTok, (laughs) Know that it was a very hard thing for me to do and I'm just going to feel afraid and show up anyways and we'll just trust the process. I will handle whatever is thrown my way, whatever people come my way, whether they are kind and amazing or they're little turds. 
it's okay because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. My skill set will be in really regulating my own nervous system and continuing to show up in my power and in my messaging despite what curveballs may be thrown my way. And I always want to model what is possible in the world and why this work is so important and what it can do in your life. So thank you for being here. I hope that this helps you and I'm excited to be back recording podcast. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at MacyRenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at MacyRenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.